show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Now over for Brooks. Tip. And Geraldo wins it. A drop shot. And they erupt here, folks. The snap, the hold, the kick is up. Does it have room? It does, and it is good. Are you kidding me? And he's still on his feet. It goes down to the 20, 15, 10, 5, 2, yeah, Chargers. He's going to believe it. Screens it on the left side where it's caught by Stober at the 10 of Indiana. To the 5, and Stober leaps for the goal Inside, line. Yep. Touchdown, Cade Stober. A swing and a long drive to right. Down the line it goes. Go on a two-run homer. What a night for Naylor. Maybe you don't have to be so funny. I mean, would it kill you not to be so funny all the time? That's all I'm asking. You're listening to The Locker Room Show with... Brought to you by Schaefer Dan Huff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Westside, Sunoco, First National Bank of Bellevue, Smiley Automotive, Stein, Olson & Stang, CPAs, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Baldiff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, and Norwalk Heating and Air. On the Sports Voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR. Let me talk to you. Yeah. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locker Room Show season premiere here today. We are back. I I always want to say back and better than ever, but maybe. Chris Morgan, Mark Lane, Josh Bowman. How's everybody doing? Great. Yeah. Great. All right. So we're having some phone line (laughs) issues, folks. So we were able to pre-record one interview for the show today with uh, Sarah Kipp, the Norwalk volleyball coach. But uh, the rest of the show is us. So what do you think, Mark? We have been down this road before, <laughs> except except that time I don't think we had any pre-recorded. We did not. Interviews. We, <laughs> we had to do not. the whole show ad lib. Got to do what we got to do, right? <laughs> We're at least glad to be back. Yes, we are back, and folks, uh, we'll be here with you like always till ten o'clock. And got lots of high school sports to talk about. Uh, got some, uh, you know, college sports. A lot of news in college uh, football right now. My goodness, moving and shaking, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we we'll get to that in the sports roundtable, uh, which basically is the whole show today. <laughs> <laughs> we'll also talk some baseball and uh, get our opinions on uh, what's going on with uh, the Guardians and. You know, that, that lackluster trading deadline. The, the fire sale. Oh, Mark. Didn't have to bring it up. <laughs> it was going to come up eventually, yes. but. So, folks, let's go ahead and talk a little high school sports. Of course, uh, the uh, fall practices have uh, already begun. Uh, scrimmages in high school uh, football and volleyball going on. Uh, yesterday, uh, I'll start with you, Mark. Uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday morning, I believe, was some high school football scrimmages. Yeah, yeah, there, there, there were, there were a few. There's, uh, this morning, uh, St. Paul has Keystone at Contractors Field at 10 o'clock. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And I know, Chris, there were some yesterday. I, we were talking with our buddy Mike Lilge, uh, who is part of our K96, uh, afternoon drive, uh, program but he does some stuff of course from for uh, Buckeye Cable right. and he was talking about all the scrimmages that were even happening yesterday I know Monroeville's got one today I don't know who they're facing but w- was going to have Tyler Nestor on the program but <laughs> just didn't work out this morning but uh, yeah, it, it's that time. It is that time. And I think Mike even mentioned yesterday here on an Oak Harbor scrimmaging here. And uh, that's going to be an interesting dynamic with a little SBC action going on there. But it, it's just g- good to see the high school sports getting up and going again. And uh, this is the time where a lot of coaches are really finalizing some of those plans for the season. Who's going to be where on the depth chart and all of that. So getting down to the nitty-gritty here of the preseason at this point. Well, and and the crazy thing is, you know, at one point in time, uh, they were just getting into two-a-days right now, but with the expansion to 16 teams in the playoff in each region, the season starts, you know, a week earlier, starting on the 18th. So they actually only have a couple of scrimmages, or they can have, like, a preview. Yeah, you know. I think when my daughter was down in South Carolina, I think they called them jamborees or something yes. like that. <laughs> but uh, but in any case, so you know they have their scrimmages 
today, and then they'll have one more uh, scrimmage next weekend, and then the season starts the, well, officially it starts the following Monday, but the majority of the schools will play on the Friday the 18th and yeah. Saturday the 19th. There's a few Thursday games in there. I know uh, some schools like to do that. We had that in our area a few yes. times. Norwalk did that. Uh, I believe Norwalk was at Port Clinton one year. One year yeah. they like hosted, I forget who, Willard, I think. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I, I like the traditional Friday night. You know, th- Thursday's okay, but... For for me, having to get up at like 4 a.m. the next day, yeah. I, I prefer the Friday night where I only have to get up at like 7 yes, <laughs> the next day. Definitely. But uh, let's talk about uh, some of these uh, conferences. Let's start with the Firelands Conference. Uh, of course, Crestview has been the team uh, to beat here recently. Of course, you got St. Paul that's always there. And, uh, Western, uh, you know, they got a great tradition in football and, uh, got a new kind of new look stadium this year over at Western Reserve. New bleachers and everything, new press box. I'm anxious to see what that all looks like. Yeah, that's gonna be a heck of a ton of fun going over to Collins this year to see the new improvements over at their field. But, uh, you know, when you look at the Firelands this year, it's gonna be a matter of which team reloaded better, I think. Because Crestview lost quite about quite a lot from last year's team. St. Paul lost quite a lot from last year's team. Western lost a little bit as well. So it, whichever team had the better reload here and got some of those underclassmen to really come up and step up here in the summer, that's going to determine how the conference really shakes out this year, I think. Yeah, I'd agree with you 100%. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, and, and you know, the one thing about Ashland-Crestview is uh, I believe they're the largest school in the Firelands Conference. And if you look traditionally through the years, uh, you know, you had the Edison Chargers who dominated for years, and they were one of the largest schools. Black River, mm-hmm. uh, another one of the, you know, that, that dominated for, for a time. And, and so, uh, you know, that gives them a little bit of an advantage having that. But also having that said, you know, you have the, you know, St. Paul, and Monroeville and, and South Central has improved as well. So overall, the you know the conference uh, the conference is pretty competitive. Yeah, looking forward to seeing how uh, maybe how even more how that middle of the conference shapes out. You know, yeah. uh, w- w- the teams that you just mentioned, like Monroeville and uh, you know Western, may, may fall in the top tier. We'll yeah. see what happens. Plymouth, we'll, we'll see what goes on there. Uh, of course, you got Mapleton, who who's been really good here recently, and. Should be a fun conference to cover this year. Oh, definitely. It, it It is every year, and, of course, we find that in a lot of the sports. <laughs> we do. <laughs> and we're going to talk about our broadcast schedule, too, here coming up uh, once I get that loaded up here. Uh, if you haven't seen our broadcast schedule, you can go to right now, NorwalkOhioNews.com. If you're a member of that, uh, you can see the whole broadcast schedule. It's got a whole preview article on on the, the schedule. Our volleyball schedule is on there, too. Our K96 uh, Fall Sports Preview Show, folks, yes. it's coming up on Wednesday. Can you believe that? Gosh, just way too soon. <laughs> I, and yeah, but, not but, soon enough. It, but, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's so exciting. And, I mean, uh, you know, with the Capizzi's pizza and pasta and salads, and, oh. you know, and, and the kid. You know, we did that for the first time last year, and it was so much fun. I mean, the, the coaches enjoyed the more relaxed atmosphere. Right. But – I think they enjoyed it because they had their kids with them, the captains, and and everybody had a ball. I mean, you know, all these different, you know, I mean, you had uh, Monroeville and St. Paul, you know, they're they're both there, and the kids were having a ball, and that'll be fine until uh, they play on uh, <laughs> week ten, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this year we got a bunch of football coaches, uh, got a couple volleyball coaches. Uh, Sean Hoover is going to join us from Edison. And, uh, it's Kendra Snook, of course, from Monroeville. And we're going to have, uh, Norwalk soccer as well on the program. So looking forward to that along with all the traditional football coaches. Uh, your John Livengoods, your new head coach at Norwalk, Keith Mora is going to join us. Uh, let's talk about, uh, some of the SBC here before we take a break in a few minutes. Uh, let's talk about the Lake Division. Uh, not in the Lake Division, uh, Bellevue. Right. How about that? Utterly insane. I mean, 
it, they've been up there for so long that it just doesn't feel right having them drop down to the Bay Division. But at the same time, it makes perfect sense for Bellevue and for the Bay. So it's going to make the lake that much more interesting here this year. I, I'm sure there were a lot of thank you notes sent to Oak Harbor. <laughs> By the Bay Division teams <laughs> yep. and their athletic directors. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see that. Of course, the Lake Division is, is stacked, though. Always stacked. With oh, yeah. Tiffin, Columbian, Clyde, Sandusky, of course, Norwalk in there, and just all kinds of competitive teams in there. Perkins, of yeah, course. Yeah, can't forget about Perkins. Yeah, I think. Who do you think is going to rise to the top of that? Uh, it's tough I, when you look at the Lake Division. I, I like Perkins. I just like the... You know, the, the young style of coaching that, uh, you know, Jalen Santoro has brought there, uh, high-powered offense and uh, physical football team. I, I just, I like Perkins, but how can you root, uh, you know, choose against Clyde or what, Tiffin Columbian? I was going to say Tiffin Columbian, you know, we don't see as much of them being down there, but they are always up at the top in, in the, in the uh, Lake Division. So, yeah, looking forward to seeing what's going on. I know, Mark, uh, we're going to get you that K96 uh, pre, uh, broadcast schedule here so you can take a look at that. But it's loaded with Perkins, let's say that. There's a lot of Perkins on there. <laughs> hey, good we, 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 we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun <laughs> with, with the with the Perkins Pirates. And, and that, that goes back to when Zig was the head coach. Oh, Z- Ziegler, yeah, yeah, of course. We love him. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's an assistant now. Uh, he's helping out with uh, the Margareta program now. Oh my gosh. That's, that's, that's you talk a about our staff. coaching staff. How yes. about that? Yeah. Wow. He went over there. Uh, I texted him and asked him what was going on or what, just what was happening with him. Uh, where was he now? And he said, yeah, I'm helping out, uh, my, my old friend over there, you know, at Margareta. <laughs> Holy cow. I'm like, oh my. Yeah. Let, let's talk about that. Uh, River Division. Uh, Willard has dropped down into that division this year and, you got Margareta, but Tiffin Calvert, uh, always a perennial powerhouse in that conference. Uh, that should be fun, though. Margareta and Willard end the season in Willard. Right? That's going to be an absolute brawl, the way these yes. two teams have played the last couple of seasons. But uh, Willard, I really feel like, could have dropped down to the river a couple of years they ago. They could have, yeah. But now they're down there, and they're going to have that competition that really fits their style and their size a little bit more. So uh, look for Willard to take a few really good steps here this year. Yeah. You know, know, it's funny how how things have come around full circle (laughs) when you talked about Ziegler. And, you know, when when he was coaching and Perkins was having all that success, uh, Gary Quizno was, you know, his top assistant, and now it's in reverse, and Quizno's the head coach over at Margareta. <laughs> and, of course, Quizno, you know, head coaching, I mean, he's a legend over at Oak Harbor. I mean, you know. Without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the River Division. Let's talk about uh, the Bay a little bit. Uh, what do you think of the Bay? Of course, Huron. Always got to talk Huron. You got to talk Bellevue now. Yeah. And Edison in there, of course. Always a good football program there. Uh, what do you think? Well, I, I think, you know, you look at... Uh, like Huron, they're they're going to be replacing a, a great quarterback oh, that yeah. they've had for several years. Edison has their quarterback back, who they have had for several years, although he missed most of the one season with an injury. But uh, but you know they always they always reload. I mean Edison, Huron. I I mean you know the 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 teams that you really want to look to see how they improve are like Vermillion. Yes, I mean, because you know it. You know it. Nasani Bellevue is going to be. They're they're they're, they're going to be one of the top picks in the Bay Division because they were one of the top picks in the Lake Division. <laughs> I mean, you know, as as long as Ed's been coaching at Bellevue, well, and and even before that, you know, with uh, with Adams, Coach Adams, and and Coach Schaefer. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, there's always been success over Bellevue. I mean, you know. Uh, you know, six or seven win season is like a losing season for them. I yeah, mean. that's yeah. The standard, uh, yeah. the standards are high. Yes, <laughs> yes. and yes, Bellevue's yeah. going to be one of those top teams on paper here that, again this year, especially in the Bay Division. But uh, boy, that race between them, Huron and uh, Edison, especially, they're not going to make it easy for Bellevue to just come down and dominate the division. I'll be amazed if that division isn't decided in Week Ten. It really will. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, lots of fun. We're going to have that Willard uh, Margareta uh, football uh, matchup in Week Ten on the radio on ninety two nine. So Ooh, can't wait. That's going to be a great one over there at Willard. Uh, 
Of course, we'll end the season on K96 with the traditional one. You know it, Mark. Huron and Edison. <laughs> yes, yes, we will have that, and then we'll end it on uh, on 95.3 with Monroeville-St. Paul. So, there you go. Yeah, we'll tell you about more of the games coming up, and we'll also tell you about our volleyball schedule coming up as we're bringing that back to 92.9, our high school volleyball match of the week. Chris Morgan on the call with me, uh, the sidekick, joining him for all the matchups. I I just let you take control, man. You just go. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go ahead and take a break here, folks. Uh, Let's see here. Let's take a break with a little ACDC. Love it. We'll hear from Sarah Kipp coming up, a Norwalk volleyball coach. They're on their way to a scrimmage today in in Archbold. I was wondering why you had to talk to her so early today. Yes. (laughs) They are on the bus. She sent me a picture from the bus. There you go. (laughs) We'll be back after this on the Locker Room Show. Stay with us. If your home is too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter, or maybe your heating and cooling bill is way too high, it's probably time for a new heating and cooling unit for your home. In Huron County, call the folks at Norwalk Heating and Air. And in Erie County, call Huron Heating and Air. Norwalk Heating and Air and Huron Heating and Air are your hometown York dealerships. York Heating and Air conditioning units deliver you the perfect temperature efficiently and energy savings for your home. Call Norwalk Heating and Air or Huron Heating and Air for a free estimate today. In this ever-changing world, there's one thing you can depend on. A great deal from Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Their used car inventory is always changing, too, with a great selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Schaefer Danhoff has easy financing options for just about any credit situation. Visit SchaeferDanhoff.com and use their Customize Your Deal tool and calculate a payment in four easy steps. That's Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Route 224 in Willard, the easiest place to buy a vehicle from start to finish. Are you aware of any weekly tax law changes? Are you taking all the deductions you are entitled to? Are you confident that you don't owe any penalties or interest because of previous reporting errors? Stein Olson and Stang CPAs have been serving the area for over 55 years, specializing in small business and individual tax filing, financial statement preparation, payroll preparation, and individual tax planning. Call Chris Stang or Todd Olson at Stein Olson and Stang to discover the difference. Never underestimate the value of a CPA. Do you want to help out in the community but can't commit time to a club or organization? Sign up to be a WLKR do-gooder. We have monthly volunteer opportunities so you can give back when you can give back. There's no obligation, no pressure, and no hard feelings if you can't make it to an event. Simply give us your email address and we'll give you the details of where we'll be volunteering that month. Sign up at WLKRradio.com. The WLKR do-gooder is brought to you by Artist Open Studio in Norwalk. Check them out at artistopenstudioinc.org. It's Rob Reinhart, your host for Acoustic Cafe. On the next show, St. Paul and the Broken Bones from the quietest album they've ever made. Forthcoming Ray LaMontagne music, Duran Jones from the solo debut, Shaka Khan from a couple of years ago, and our in-studio guest for the week from Indigo Girls, Amy Ray, with another solo album. That and more next time on Acoustic Cafe. Where we play some music that you've heard, some that you haven't, that I think you'll enjoy, as well as rare recordings you probably haven't heard ever. Sunday mornings from 7 to 9 on 95.3 WLKR. The Morning Show with Melissa and Johnny S. These are the stupid questions that people are asking in every state. In California, the popular one is how to quit a job you just started. Kentucky, how to become a vampire. Let me know, Kentucky, when you figure that out. Michigan, what am I good at? I feel that one, though. And in Ohio, it's does my cat love me? No. Your cat loves nothing. Come on, Ohio. Spoilers. You don't need to Google that one. Your cat hates you. Every weekday morning from 6 to 10 on 95.3 WLKR. We got the wedding invite. No, you didn't. I didn't? No, that was a save the date. That was not the invite. I haven't even had them printed yet. For the best sports information in the area, you've got it. The Locker Room Show on 95.3. Save the date? Yeah. Are you serious? That's so stupid. Larry, everybody saves dates. I don't save dates. The whole system's screwed up. You don't need to send me something to tell me you're going to send me something. Just send it. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Here on the Locker Room Show, our season premiere, Josh Bowman here with you, talking some high school sports. It's that time here, and uh, with us right now, Norwalk Volleyball Coach Sarah Kipp. Thanks for joining us, Sarah. How you doing? I'm doing well, Josh. Thanks for having me this morning. Yeah, not a problem at all. Uh, you guys uh, going uh, on the road here this morning, right? Uh, we are. We're headed up to Archibald for a scrimmage this morning. 
What's that entail? Uh, who, who are you going to take on? Archbold, is there any uh, other teams? We get to look at um, Hicksville, Hilltop, and Eastwood. Oh, there you go. That, that's some good teams oh. right there. Yeah, yeah. Just head up to Northwest Ohio and just look at some, some different teams and, and, you know, I see where we're at. Yeah, let's talk about uh, your roster a little bit. Uh, what does it look like heading into this season? I We've got a great mixture of some senior leadership. I've got some junior leadership that's coming back, um, a couple of sophomores and some freshmen that are going to be joining us this year. Uh, you feeling good about this unit here? I am. I, I am excited um, with the girls in the gym, and, and they're working hard, and um, I really, I really, truly think we have a good group of girls that are putting in the work that it's going to pay off, hopefully by the time we get to tournament. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about uh, your regular season, of course, uh, the SBC mm-hmm. Lake Division. Uh, uh, always, uh, you know, a, a fun time there. <laughs> but, but... <laughs> I, it's a dogfight. It it's, is. You know, but I... I don't know that I would necessarily want it any other way, though. You know, I, you look at your schedule, and, and there's not a night that you get to walk in the gym and just take it off and, and say, oh, yeah, we can just chalk this one up. It's going to be a win. It's, it's not. I, it's fun to go in and compete night after night and, and battle. Yeah, it, it sure is. I know that we got a couple of your matches on the radio here this year. Uh, the one against Huron, of course, always a tough one. Okay. <laughs> and, uh-huh. And we it, got... Yep. Uh, the Edison one as well on the radio. Okay, nice, very nice. I'm yeah, I'm excited for both of those matches. Um, SBC crossover and and uh, we see Vermilion late in the season. I want to say maybe the very last weekend of the season. Um, we see them also, so it's still nice to have them on our schedule. Yeah, who else is on your uh, non-league schedule, if you would? Um, we are. We get to see Lexington, Shelby. Um, we have the opportunity to see uh, Worcester, Jackson, um, maybe Willard, Firelands, and Ontario um, in our in our um, non-league schedule. Yeah, that isn't it too depends bad. Depends on how some tournaments play out. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Good. It's great competition. And that's what it's all about. Because uh, once you get to the postseason, uh, you better be uh, battle tested, right? I yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's talk about uh, uh, what, what's going on with you guys here early on. Uh, what have been uh, what have been some of the things you've been working on? Uh, well, we played in a couple of summer tournaments. We went up to um, Sports Force, and uh, we finished um, third up there. And I, it was a it was a great showing. We played against um, Avon Division One school. Um, they had a deep deep roster of kids. Uh, so that was a that was a good test. We were uh, two one and two against them, and then we got to see uh, Revere also, which is a, another good um, number one pro, or Division one program. And and we didn't fare so well against them, but I, it's a good test, you know, looking looking at where we're at and and where we want to go. With Sarah Kip here, Norwalk volleyball coach on the locker room show, and uh, with matches like that, like you said, uh, not not gone the way that you wanted it to, uh, but uh, really early on when you're doing things like that, really, uh, I would say you got nothing to lose in those and everything to gain. Absolutely, absolutely. I one of the things that we're focused on is just having fun. Um, I girls have to have fun to win, and and that's you know I we focus so much sometimes on the mistakes that we make and, and things like that. And we're trying to just take that out of the game for kids and just focus on having fun and, and rolling into the next point when you make a mistake. Now, Sarah, what, what year is this for you at Norwalk? Do you know? <laughs> this is my sixth year as a head coach <laughs> and eighth year overall as, a, as in the program. Okay. And I had to look that up yesterday <laughs> when I was talking to the reporter from Norwalk, Ohio News. I, you know, it's one of those stats that I just don't pay attention to. Um, I, you know, you're having fun, and time flies when you're having fun. Oh yeah, that's what it's all about, of course. So we're talking with Sarah Kip, Norwalk volleyball coach. Uh, who are your assistants on on your team this year? Um, I have Rachel Slaughter, who is my varsity assistant. I have Becky Weinman, who is um, a volunteer varsity assistant. Um, Aaron. Finley um, is my JV coach, and Kelsey King will be my freshman coach this year. All right, you like that staff there? I do, I do. I, they're 
they all have varying um, experience and opinions, and I it's, I rely so much on what my staff is telling me and what they see. Um, that it's just I, they're a great group of ladies to have around me and and be part of the program. Well, good to talk to you, Sarah. Thanks for giving us a few minutes here. Uh, looking forward to covering you uh, here on our uh, high school volleyball match of the week on 92.9 WLKR Classic coming up. Uh, we'll see you at the Edison match, okay? All right. Very good, Josh. Thanks for having me. All right. There you go, folks. Sarah Kipp was able to record that a little bit ago uh, in another studio because our phone lines in here are not working. <laughs> Those not the best, but... And got the job done. So, <laughs> Josh Bowman, Chris Morgan, Mark Lane here with you. Our phone lines are down. That's why we don't have all the great guests we usually have. But you guys got us. Yeah. Yes. That, that's right. Mark, I'm, thanks for coming in. Too. Yeah, well, I'm close enough that uh, you know I could <laughs> come in since I couldn't talk to you on the phone today. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about a little volleyball. Uh, of course, uh, 92.9 WLKR Classic hosts the uh, volleyball match of the week, and it's the only place you can really hear. Any kind of regular season volleyball, Chris, right? Yeah, that makes it just all the more worthwhile to listen in every single week and uh, see how the local volleyball teams are doing. I mean, uh, shoot, this year Norwalk looking to make a really good jump here in the Lake Division. You got Monroeville coming off a state title appearance, so... Uh, that's going to be just absolutely insane to see where Monroeville goes this year. Yeah, of course, we'll have a ton of Monroeville on the radio. Both of their matches uh, with Western Reserve are going to be on. Both of their matches with St. Paul are going to be on. And so. every single time those two, three meet up, it's always a battle. So, yeah, we'll have all those for you, as well as Edison at Norwalk to start things off on uh, August 22nd, a Tuesday night. Also, uh, Huron at Norwalk. Boy, will that be a fun one, too. Huron. I don't think we've seen them during the regular season ever on 92.9. I think this would be the first time. I think so. We've seen them a couple of times just kind of going in and out with postseason matches and mm-hmm. all of that. But it'll be, at least in my memory, my first opportunity to see them in the regular season. We'll also have Norwalk at Bellevue as well. And and uh, we'll uh, wrap things up uh on October 10th, a Tuesday night, Monroeville at St. Paul, always the way we finish things off, Monroeville and St. Paul. Mark, I know you're a big fan, too. You, you listen oh, all yes. the time. And, boy, do we have some great volleyball in this area. I, you guys have just had a crazy broadcast schedule for the last several years. Mm-hmm. With the, of course, the Eagles almost completely knocked the door down last year. So close, you know? yeah. I mean, you know, but uh, unfortunately, New Bremen had other ideas but but still you know and 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 they've been you know just barely getting in the last couple of years and we just have such great volleyball around here i mean because before monroeville got on a roll for a long time it was saint paul yeah and then of course there was that one year where we had saint paul was at the nutter center huron was at the nutter center and the norwalk truckers were at the at the nutter center uh, you know, all three of the teams made yeah. it into 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 the state, and uh, and uh, so that makes it exciting. And and of course, uh, you talk about the area, new volleyball coach at Bellevue, and uh, boy, she's hit the ground running. I mean, she started right after she got that job. I think she came from Tiffin. I think that's uh, I think that's right. right yeah. I mean, you know, the university, and and she is just uh, she's going like gangbusters. That, that's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, the, how the Bellevue program progresses. Yeah, that's something they really need over there too. They've been kind of straggling a little bit the last well, couple well, seasons. They've always been dominant in in softball, mm-hmm. you know, in in the girls softball and uh, basketball. Yeah, they've done well, you know. Besides their you know boys programs like football. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> but yeah, we'll have that uh, Norwalk Bellevue match on uh, the uh, 28th of September, Thursday night. So all the matches are either Tuesday or Thursday nights. We're going to have that up on our websites uh, coming up next week. So we'll get those all posted for you next week. All right, folks, we'll go ahead and take another break here on the show. How about it? Let's go ahead and go down on the corner. Like that. <laughs> we'll be back after this. We'll talk more about our high school football broadcast schedules. Coming up, also our sports roundtable segment. Uh, We'll have that coming up as well here in the Locker Room Show.
Woodlands Federal Credit Union is locally owned and a proud sponsor of our local high school sports programs. Firelands Federal Credit Union has locations in Bellevue, Norwalk, Monroeville, Bucyrus, Galleon, and now Sandusky. Firelands Federal Credit Union is member-owned. That means the earnings go to their members through lower rates on loans and a wide range of financial services at the lowest possible cost. Learn more at firelandsfcu.org. Indoor air quality is a major issue in houses being built more energy efficient and sealed up as they are nowadays. If you or your family have allergies or are seeing a lot of dust all over, it may be time to get your air ducts clean. Baldoff's uses brushes to scrub your ducts spotless. We come to your home and inspect your air ducts free of charge to make sure there are no surprises when we arrive to clean. You will know the charges and procedures before the day of the cleaning. I'm Brandon Baldoff with Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. Call us for a free estimate and remember, we take pride in what you live in. Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel. Fill your belly with hot coffee, energy drinks, or great snacks and grill items. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course the student athletes for your success. Westside Sunoco, the first stop coming into Norwalk or the last stop leaving Norwalk. Westside Sunoco, stop by and you'll always see those smiling faces. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Ohio needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Naylor with a drive to deep right center. Away, back, and gone. And it's 1-0 Cleveland. Bo Naylor, home run number three. This is Terry Franconi. This is Stephen Kwan. Hi, this is Tom Hamilton. Hi, this is Jim Rosenhouse. It's the Guardians and White Sox tonight at 7:10 at Progressive Field. Airtime for Guardians warm-up, 6:35. Your home for Cleveland Guardians baseball, WLKR. What if the music stopped? If the familiar voices were silenced? If there were no breaking news updates? What if your companion and connection to your community came with a monthly fee? Don't worry. We're free local radio with you wherever you go. Celebrating 100 years and looking forward to the next 100. We are broadcasters. Text radio to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on your local TV and radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. I guess I'd rather have my feet cut off. You, so you're going to go no feet instead of no hands? Yeah. All right. How, how are you going to walk? I don't know, man. You said I had to pick one. I know. The obvious choice is hands. I mean, you need feet to be able to move around. The Locker Room Show continues on the Sports Voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR. You have feet and you don't move around. (laughs) This is what I get for trying to have a serious conversation with you. All right, back here on the Locker Room Show, Josh Bowman, Mark Lane, Chris Morgan. Here with you in studio, if you're just tuning in, it's it's just us here today because of uh, some phone line issues, and uh, we, we we don't like it, but... Uh, we'll, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. What do you expect for the kickoff of the new season? <laughs> you know? I mean, really. The phone lines are like, nope, sorry, not, not, <laughs> not working <today>. out. <laughs> I walked in and went, fired up our lines, folks, and I went, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hey, there and, there and they all go. It, yep. Truth be known, the secret unveiled. We do that every Saturday morning. Check the phone lines before we go on the air. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we really have to. <laughs> so thanks for uh, tuning in, folks. Uh, let's talk about our high school football broadcast schedules. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's start with 95.3. I'll be joined by Brock Manlet on those games. And then Mark Lane will uh, be on the Saturday night St. Paul matchups that we have. Uh, he'll be joined uh, in week one by Mike Lilge on on the call. So that should be a lot of fun here on at St. Paul. 
Well, let's talk about that matchup. How about that to get things going? You know, and and that's one of those crazy matchups that came together here. Well, I don't know how many years has it been now. It, oh gosh. It uh, you know, but it, it seems like it wasn't that long ago. But it's it's been over a decade, I think, since the two teams have been playing. Yeah, I mean, and, we, they started my junior year. Yeah. Well, well, there you go. There you go. So, but you know, this this was a two of the premier area teams. You know, in the area, and of course, you know, St. Paul, the smallest of schools, and and here, and you know, in the in the middle of the pack, mm-hmm, so to mm-hmm. speak. But that hasn't mattered because the Flyers have knocked off the Tigers on years where you didn't think it was going to happen, and uh, the same thing has happened in in reverse with the Tigers pulling a few wins out that you figured the Flyers were going to dominate. But it really doesn't matter because it they're always hard hitting games. For sure. Uh, week one, uh, we'll have on 95-3 that one on Saturday night, but on Friday night, uh, uh, Norwalk hosts Toledo Start. I think that's a good one uh, to see, you know, what Norwalk, uh, you know, has and, uh, maybe a little bit of a measuring stick early on just to, just to see how uh, Coach Mora has done with that program. Yeah, it's really at this point for Coach Mora about installing his system, uh, figuring out where he wants to put guys to have the most success as a team and, I'm sure they're way beyond that process, or mm-hmm. way into that process, I should say. So uh, that's going to be interesting for them, starting that off with a bang, and uh, we'll see just how much work they were able to get in here this off season. Well, yeah, and, and Coach Mora has brought a whole new outlook in into the uh, into the game, and of course, you know, one of the things that Coach Mora's experienced is eight man football mm-hmm. because That's right. of the fact that things got shortened there at, at Danbury. But one of the things that I thought was kind of cool is he took the kids to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, he did. So he took them to the Hall of Fame and the, and they practiced not in the stadium, but he made the comment that he wanted the kids to see where the state championship games are played. <laughs> you know. Hey, that's not a bad idea, right? Well, <laughs> vision in their head, right? Yeah. Well, you know, and of course, being a St. Paul Flyer. <laughs> you know how it is from oh, yeah. actually playing there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Unfortunately, not at that stadium specifically, no. but... <laughs> but the the Flyers have played at that stadium, but oh, no... Yes. Uh, not no, in my time, anyway. No, well, back then they alternated between Fawcett and, and uh, Paul Brown Stadium, mm-hmm. and then for a few years they went... To the shoe, and, they did, and and played played there. Uh, they they played a state championship game at the shoe. Tell you yeah. what, I'm glad that they moved it back to Fawcett. I liked it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really I really enjoyed doing games there, and you know, there's just so much significance to it. It's not a huge stadium like uh, Buckeye Stadium is, right? Okay, right. but it's. A pro football stadium. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, and for the kids to be able to play, you know, where the Cleveland Browns and the New York Jets just played uh, here exactly. the other day. Exactly. Just got to get the showers to work, apparently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> About the lights. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. That, that, <clears throat> not yeah. the only ones having uh, technical issues to start the season. <laughs> no. yeah, I guess not, right? I, I think it was that big Ferris wheel that knocked the lights off. <laughs> Oh, uh, we're talking about the high school football broadcast schedule. Uh, a few other games uh, that jump off uh, the, the the schedule at you. Norwalk's at Bellevue in Week Four, Ooh. and that is a non-league matchup for the first time. I read in yes. a hundred years that the they're way. not playing a conference game. Yes, yes, that's wild. Well, and I was going to say something when you talked about them playing Toledo start. Uh-huh. It seems to me like uh, I read where Norwalk hasn't played a Toledo team since like 1952. No kid, something like that. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, uh, a few other games jump off the schedule at us. Uh, St. Paul's at Fort Loramie Ooh. on uh, Friday, uh, the 29th of September. And what do you got, Mark? I I know all about those long drives. Randy and I went to Coldwater for the urine playoff game. Mm. Me and you, Selineville. Yes, yep. yeah, and, and we were what, like three or four miles longer than you guys were. That's right. And we figured it out it was really close. It I was. thought it was never going to end. I'm like, <laughs> oh my is are we still in Ohio? Right. It didn't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, for St. Paul to make it a, a trip like that and take on what is typically a good Fort Laramie team, that's a really good measuring stick for them. But that's the unfortunate side effect of not having New London back in the Firelands yes, Conference yet. It is because you, you needed some other game in there, and 
Uh, and they've got to credit John Livengood and everybody there at St. Paul for uh, what they've done with uh, that gap. Mm-hmm. You know, the, like uh, playing some of these teams like Eden. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They had some uh, great matchups there. And uh, hopefully everything uh, goes right technology-wise and everything, and we can broadcast that game. Right now it is good to go. So we got to find out, though, uh, from Fort Loramie how how everything Mark and I know how that goes. Yes, yes we do. (laughs) So cross your fingers, everybody, that that one will work out. Also, the week after that game, uh, it's St. Paul at Crestview. That's going to be a huge one, no doubt. On a Friday night in Crestview, uh, that'll be fun. Uh, Another Saturday night game we'll have, South Central at St. Paul. Uh, Chris will be on the call with Mark. You two will be calling that one. Uh, And, of course, we wrap things up Monroeville at St. Paul in Week 10. Let's talk about 92.9. We get things going on WLKR Classic, of course, with Chris Morgan and Mike Costine will be your broadcast partner this year. Awesome. Of course, former uh, assistant coach, uh, football guy, uh, just a sports guy in general, and uh, I have known him since uh, broadcast school. So <laughs> Mike and I have fun when we team up. You guys are great. <laughs> yeah, you guys are. So uh, that will be our team on 92.9, except for uh, week eight. Uh, Mike's going to be out of town, and it will be Nick Hurst. Oh, boy. He'll be stepping in, uh, our buddy Nick. But uh, Willard at South Central gets things going, Chris. And I'm really interested in that one because of how last year's game went. And if we have anything kind of similar to that, then we're going to be starting off with a bang over <laughs> on WLKR Classic. And then the next two weeks, we'll see Tiffin Calvert visit uh Monroeville in week two, and then Tiffin Calvert uh, hosting St. Paul in week three. My goodness. So that that would be a good one right there, St. Oh. Paul Calvert for sure. We'll have the special military night game. Uh, uh, it's the first time it's going to be on 92.9. Usually it's on 95.3, but this year a uh, special military night uh, will be Woodmore at Willard. Ooh. Uh, so get a chance for that one. Uh, uh, other games, Vermillion at Norwalk will be another matchup on 92.9. And then we have a uh, Saturday night special on 92.9 uh, where I'll be with Mark Lane here, uh, Western Reserve at St. Paul. So that one, uh, because Ohio State already has booked the night game. I was just going to say, that's <laughs> got to be because of Ohio State. <laughs> and that other one, uh, that South Central at St. Paul game that you're do- you guys are doing uh, could be adjusted as well. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll, as they say in the broadcast world, we'll flex it out. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, other, a couple other games: Plymouth at Monroeville, Week Nine. Then we mentioned Week Ten: Margareta at Willard. So there you go. That's going to be a really good one to end the season on. Oh, I can't Boy, wait for that. Definitely. One. Yeah. Then we go to the K96 schedule. Of course, uh, the guys, uh, the boys are back in town. Of course, Mark and Randy. The old men. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be nice. Here. <laughs> I said the boys. Oh, there you, there you go. The the senior crew. <laughs> we'll take that. The upperclassmen. Yeah, there you, there you go. Uh, Firelands at Edison gets things going. Mark. You know what? A, what a great way to start. I mean, uh, you know, the two schools, you know, aren't far apart. Just right down one thirteen. Really. You right. know, and and they had a lot of a connections. You know, back in the day, like the Edison wrestling coach. Uh, Left Paul Hypley, and then he he went over and he was the principal over at Firelands. That's right. So you know there, there's a lot of lot of, lot of connections there. Florence Township, you know, and and Birmingham and and Edison, and so uh, uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. And, and Firelands has uh, had some uh, football success here in recent years. So yeah, we're looking forward to that one kicking off at Edison. And uh, how about this one, Mark Warren JFK at Perkins? Ooh. That was quite the game last year <laughs> when they it? when they played uh, in Warren, and uh, you know you're talking about a perennial state championship football team in Warren JFK, albeit they're at the smaller school level. But you know, like I said, you know St. Paul and Huron, great example of that. Yeah, when when you have good football programs, you can throw out the division at times. Oh yeah, and you, you of course know that this matchup's coming: Bellevue at Perkins. <laughs> Gotta love it. The that is always that has been almost forever. I mean, that was always a, a big, big match. And it's got a new, uh, new, you know, kind of vibe to it now. <laughs> yes, it does. The uh, teacher and the student, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we'll have that in week five on September fifteenth. Uh, let's see what else do we have on here? Edison at Perkins. That, that's always, a, that's always, a fun one. Always a, a, a good one. And uh, we close out with a couple of Huron games. Uh, Clyde at Huron. 
That'd be fun. Yeah, well, you know that that'll be that'll be a, a great test for the Tigers. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at that point in time. Then here on Edison, of course, wraps things up on K ninety six, and of course we'll have uh, postseason coverage on all our stations as we'll try to manage how that works out. And uh, folks, uh, we'll have these on the website uh, on Monday. Uh, Cami will uh, put those up for us, and uh, we'll. Send out a social media blast to uh, let everybody know that the broadcast schedules are out and ready to go. One thing that, that the our listeners need to know is that uh, due to the Ohio High School Athletic Association, we can, we can only cover half of the playoff games that we used to be able to because they used to play half of the divisions on Friday night and the other half on Saturday night. True. But now with the expanded... Uh, 16 teams, they don't do the alternate nights until you get to like the uh, regional, mm-hmm. I think the regionals, uh, regional semifinals is when they do that. But they start out, all the teams are playing on Friday nights uh, to start the playoffs for the first two weeks. So, yeah, we'll remind you of that as we uh, get closer on, too. And don't forget again, folks, on Wednesday night over on K96 next week, uh, the K96 Fall Sports Preview Show. Uh, all of us included, along with Randy, and uh, we will have uh, all kinds of fun with that uh, over at Clubhouse Number Three Sports Social. They uh, kind of rearranged some some things Ooh. there. The pinball machines are now kind of when you first walk in, instead of all the way in the back. I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna play some pinball. Let me <laughs> tell you. <laughs> and Capizzi's Pizza, we mentioned that uh, they'll be yeah. there uh, serving some delicious food there and. Uh, coaches that are going to be there include, uh, we'll just go ahead and read them down. Jim Hall from Edison Football, Sean Hoover, Edison Volleyball, Bill Speller from Willard. Uh, these are more football coaches here. Sam Holler, of course, Jalen Santoro, Keith Mora, John Livengood. We'll also have Wes Sellers, the Norwalk soccer coach, and uh, also Kendra Stook, Monroeville Volleyball. So that will be 6 to 8. So stop on by, folks. And if not, just give us a listen on K96 or k 96 uh uh, WKFM.com, so you can listen to it on there as well. So Wednesday, folks. And I can't wait. I, I've been excited because I was looking at the schedule, and Chris and I are going to get to talk to Coach Live and Good, who <laughs> I, I have known forever and Chris played for. Yeah, and, yeah we kind of mix up the interviews, yeah, you know. Yeah, and then Randy, Randy and I are going to, you know, we're going to talk to Coach Hall, and we're going to talk to Coach Holler and Coach Santoro, and, and it, just a mixture of all of us guys just getting a chance to, Talk to the talk to the different coaches. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, Chris and I are going to talk uh, some soccer yeah. <laughs> with uh, Wes Sellers. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. That's going to be fun. Uh, Mark, you and I will talk to Norwalk football coach Keith Mora, yes. so that'll be fun. And then Chris and I will do the volleyball interviews uh, with Sean Hoover and Kendra Snook. So there you go. It's a mixture of a little bit of everything there. Okay, we'll go ahead and take a break here, folks. And when we come back, uh, we'll have our sports roundtable. We'll talk a little bit of everything from uh, college sports to Guardians baseball to NFL Hall of Fame weekend and all anything in between that all as well. Of all of it. <laughs> What's to eat at the basket festival? And that, that too. too. <laughs> Coming up here in the Locker Room Show. Stick around. That's what you'll hear when you call any First National Bank branch. Isn't it great to know that when you call First National Bank with account questions, a real person will be there to assist you instead of an endless maze of robotic menu options? Our friendly, knowledgeable staff are just one of the many reasons First National Bank has stood the test of time, serving our community for nearly 150 years. Call today and see for yourself, 419-483-7340. Visit our website to find a branch near you at fnblifetime.com. First National Bank, your bank of a lifetime. Member FDIC. At Smiley Automotive, it's hot, hot, hot with summer waves of amazing deals. At Smiley Automotive, they go the extra mile for you and your family. They get quality vehicles from California all the way down to Florida, from Teslas to F-150s. Smiley Automotive has been the number one pre-owned dealer in five counties for over 17 years now, with superior sales and service going above and beyond for their customers. Smiley Automotive. 
Need money for after school and educational programs for your child? Qualifying families can receive $1,000 per child through Ohio's after school child enrichment accounts. Funds received by a parent or guardian can be used on a number of educational activities, including tutoring, day camps and field trips, language and music lessons, and much more. You can find the full list of how funds can be spent and begin the process of receiving your educational account. Find out if your family qualifies by visiting aceohio.org today. Sponsored by the Ohio Department of Education, aired by OAB and this station. In January of 2017, I was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And within 24 hours of that diagnosis, uh, we found ourselves here in Memphis at St. Jude. They knew what they were doing. They knew how they were going to treat her. They laid out this elaborate plan. We didn't know what the future was or if there even was a future. But with St. Jude, there was. Not that long ago, the survival rate was 4%. 4%. But through the work and research that St. Jude does, that's now 94%. And you know how that got done? It's through donations of people getting behind this mission that no child dies in the dawn of life. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. We need help here at the Radio Ranch. Hey, Sports Director Josh Bowman here. We're gearing up for high school football season, and we need one or two board operators to run the radio stations during our broadcast. You'll be in charge of Command Central during ball games. Shifts are evenings and weekends. Drop off your resume here at WLKR slash K96 on Milan Road in Milan, or email us at employment at WLKRradio.com. Illyrio Lorraine Broadcasting Company is an equal opportunity employer. He's a man. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. It's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane, with the Sports Roundtable. Mark joins Josh to talk all things sports, including high school athletics, the Tribe, the Blue Jackets, the Browns and Buckeyes, as well as what he is grilling for dinner. The Sports Roundtable and the Locker Room Show begins now. Yes, sir. We are back here, folks. It's the Sports Roundtable on the Locker Room Show. Got about eight minutes left in the program. Josh Bowman, Chris Morgan, and Mark Lane here with you. And, guys, uh, let's go ahead and just get into it. Uh, Let's talk about the the Guardians right now. Let's get that going. Uh, We'll play a highlight. How about a highlight from last night? And uh, let me get it all potted up here, ready to go. Here's uh, the big home run from Andres Jimenez last night. Here comes the 2-2. Swung on and hit high in the air to deep right. Way back there. Home run, Andres Jimenez. The Guardians have moved back in front. 4-2 Cleveland. How about that? A couple of bunts foul. And maybe that was a good thing. As he launched his 10th home run of the season, did Andres Jimenez... And the Guardians are back in front. There you go. Some Jim Rose announced on the Guardians radio network there. I, I just have to laugh when he was talking about Jimenez because uh, the uh, Guardians, early when the season started, they had Chris Jimenez, okay, used to be a catcher. Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. Well, he was on their staff, and his name spelt the same. It as is. A, and so, so they were really riding him about how he's been pronouncing his name wrong all these years. <laughs> So I, I just had to mention that was so funny. I know the Minnesota Twins, uh, they won last night. Uh, they beat the Arizona Diamondbacks. So I believe it's right now two and a half games uh, between uh, the Guardians and the Twins in the AL Central Division. Do, do you see the Guardians pulling, getting there? Or, I think they can make it interesting down the stretch. They they still have some head-to-head matchups to go, and that may decide the whole thing. The big thing is going to be Josh Naylor's health. Yes, Right now, yes. gonna spend a few weeks on the IL and not gonna have him in the lineup. So, 
if they can continue to win some ball games without having Naylor out there, then they'll give themselves a chance in that later month of the season. But right now, the outlook is just not looking all that great. No. Now so. I'm I'm going to bring up the elephant in the room because it just it just makes absolutely no sense to me that the best pitcher on our staff right now. Here we go. Gary Sabelli. <laughs> all right. I can understand if you're trading him for something of equal or greater value, but they basically gave him away. I mean, I mean, yes, they got a top prospect, but that's all that player is, is a top prospect right now. And you know how that can yeah, be. Yeah. I mean, uh, ask the Browns about Johnny Mandel. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, Manzardo is going to be one of those guys where we probably don't see him until the second half of next year Maybe, at, at right? the absolute yeah. earliest. So uh, what really got me with that trade was uh, we spent the couple of weeks leading up to the deadline talking about how we needed some help at starting pitching with the injuries and everything. Yeah. And yeah. that talk was coming from like the front office and all of that. Like We need to get some starting pitching. So then we get Syndergaard. But then trade Savali when we still need starting pitching. Yes. It makes no sense when we have a bajillion middle infielders just riding their way through the system right now. I know. I know. Uh, to, what happened? I can't hear myself. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Can either. you hear? Can you, I don't think any of us can hear each other now. Oh. Hold on, there we go. There you go. <laughs> All of a sudden, it just went out. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, going going back with that, yeah, I don't understand that trade either. I, I don't get it. I understood uh, maybe the the one with Josh Bell, he didn't work out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. things just weren't working out with him. That's fine. And maybe the Syndergaard deal with the Rosario because we're looking to our future, Rosario not part of our future. Yeah, with all those infielders we talked about. But, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, of course, uh, the, they'll have to battle down the stretch here. Just a just a two-and-a-half game def- deficit. In yeah, the, not the vi- out of it yet. Yeah, but it's, an, yeah but. it's it, they're in a division where you might be able to get away with what they did. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, Hall of Fame weekend in the NFL. How about Joe Thomas, huh? Oh, it, it's just uh, it's it's just been great. I've been, you know, watching everything and listening on the radio, the interviews and everything, and uh it's just great, and and I one of the coolest things, and it starts from back when he was drafted. He didn't go to New York. He knew he was going to be mm-hmm. in the in the top. He 10. knew it. Yeah, yeah, he knew it. Yeah. But he had told his dad. He said, "I knew that once I got drafted, I was going to have to fly to the team, and then I was going to be busy." And he had promised his dad he'd take him out on the lake fishing, and that's what he did. And I think he caught like a. An eight or a ten pound did, brown trout, and, but but the coolest thing is now when he gets inducted this afternoon, he's going to be introduced by his wife and kids. I, I know that. how cool is that? You know that that's the kind of guy he is though. That, that he's been like that since day one. So I can't he, wait for his speech. Yeah, yeah. He, he embodies what Cleveland oh, is all oh, about. You know. Oh, one one other thing somebody said to him, uh, you know, was asking him about now being in the Hall of Fame if he he felt that he needed to. You know, present a, a better image or, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he said that, you know, he felt that way the minute he was drafted by an NFL team. And he said, you know, just the other day he was over at Rainbow's Children's Hospital. I mean, he still does all of his charity work. He's living in Wisconsin now, but he still comes back to the Cleveland area a lot and and does a lot of charity work. Him and his wife, uh, you know, that's a lifelong thing for him. It, you know, he takes he takes it seriously. So there you go. Uh, let's talk about uh, the moving and shaking in college football. <laughs> <laughs> the Big yeah. Eighteen now. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are we doing here? The Big Ten, of course. Uh, USC and UCLA already a part of it coming up. And now we're going to get Washington and Oregon. <laughs> They're going to end up with the Pac-4. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it really is. is. But but I've heard rumors that they might be talking about trying to get uh, 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 Stanford and uh, California 
over to the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. That way they'll have six teams on the West Coast yeah. to kind of help with scheduling issues. Yeah, you can have kind of a West Coast division yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the thing that just absolutely blows my mind about that, we around this time last year we were thinking the Big 12 was going to be in danger of folding. To just yes. a calendar year later, now it's the Pac-12 because the it, Big 12 reloaded. You, you, you know what? You know what stopped the the, the there was going to be that big changeover and, and going going to the Pac. Okay, it was going to be like six teams: mm-hmm. Texas and Oklahoma State. And you know what stopped that deal? The then commissioner of the Pac-12 mm-hmm. wouldn't allow Texas to have their own broadcasting rights for the Texas football program. Okay. Yep. He okay. wouldn't he would not allow that and, and Texas backed out of the deal and it all folded. Mm-hmm. And now the SEC says thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes they do. <laughs> so I think it's going to come down to conference A and conference B basically. Yeah. Yes. Before it's all, all said and done well, here. Well, and and one other thing that was brought up last night and you really don't think about it, but what this really can do is hurt like the mag schools, mm-hmm. because like you have Bowling Green that goes to Michigan and plays Michigan, you know, in these early games, exactly, and, and it's huge for their program because they get like one and a half million dollars for yeah. going to Michigan and playing. They do. Well, they do. if you start having these big where they've got to play everybody, the, these these mag schools are all of a sudden going to be kind of shoved back in the corner. Yeah. You can't fit as no. many non-conference games if the conferences keep getting bigger. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you're down to that. So, folks, we're we're down to it here. <laughs> that that'll wrap up our show. So, uh, Mark, thanks for coming in, Chris, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, Sarah Kip for joining us on the phone lines today. Uh, the pre-recorded phone lines <laughs> next door in K96. Also, Tyler Nestor, who was going to join us, I uh, appreciate uh, him uh, going to be on the show, as well as Josh Margaret, who is. Listening. Yes. <laughs> so, hey, Margaret, how hey, are you Josh. doing? <laughs> so, folks, there you go. That'll wrap up our show. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Uh, we're glad to be back. Hopefully next week we'll be back and better in with some force. improved yeah. phone lines. <laughs> yes. In the meantime, Wednesday night we get to have some fun. So that don't miss do. it, folks. The K96 Fall Sports Preview Show, 96.1 FM or WKFM.com. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to uh, football, volleyball, and soccer coaches from 6 to 8 p.m. at uh, Clubhouse Number 3 Sports Social, Water Street in Sandusky. So we'll see you all there. Can't wait. All right, uh, folks, that'll do it. God bless you. We'll talk to you back here next week on The Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. And that'll do it for this week's Locker Room Show. Brought to you by Schaefer Dan Huff, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Westside Sunoco, First National Bank of Bellevue, Smiley Automotive, Stein, Olson & Stang CPAs, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Baldiff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, and Norwalk Heating and Air. On the Sports Voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR. See you later, alligator.